in uh, the, the message, we always start off with showing appreciation to everyone who serves on the team. So can we show some love to everyone who serves, yeah, on the team here? Uh, yeah, Mountainside is really nothing without the, the incredible team that, that makes it happen every single week. Uh, so just a few announcements. Uh, this Tuesday night is Deeper Night. So these are our church prayer nights. And I really want to encourage you to come out to it at Knox Church from 7 to 8. It's going to be great. Um, also, February 24th, uh, we have a partnership meeting right after service. So that's just in a few weeks. Um, and basically, partnership is when uh, you make the decision to, to make this your home church. And, and we meet three times a year. Talk about finances, goals, vision, all that good stuff. So I want to encourage you to uh, come to that as well. And youth, you are now dismissed. So grade 5, 6, 7, 8. Go with Chris. Have a great time. You guys are absolute legends, okay? Um, now, I'm going to ask for your uh, apology here. I'm not, normally, I like talking with my arms. Uh, I threw my shoulder out yesterday, though. So I'm, I have my hand in my pocket. I'm trying to keep it as still as possible. Um, I was trying to teach my son Noah how to do a handstand. <laughs> and... And, you know, being 21, you're getting a little old, right? Uh, so, come on, that's a joke. Anyways, uh, 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 yeah, anyway, so, so, so bear, bear with me, okay? Bear with me. Um, yeah, it, it, was, it was brutal. I was on the floor kind of like, oh, it, it hurt so much. And he thought it was a game. So he comes over, starts jumping on me. I'm like, no, I'm serious. Please leave me alone. No. Yeah, and, anyways. Um, so last week, I had a meeting with uh, Sarah. He, she's on staff here. She's our team administrator. Um, at, at the office that we work at, we were in the downstairs, uh, great, great meeting, right after that, I went straight up to my office, and I, uh, I was, I was asking, like, hey, have you seen, uh, my keys anywhere, like, you know, and, and I, I, I swore they were on the table right there, and there was only a few people that came kind of in and out, you know, to, to kind of talk to us for a little bit, and she's like, no, like, I, I swear you had your keys right there. I'm like, no, I know. I'm going crazy. So I'm, I'm up in my office. I'm literally looking everywhere. I send an email to every person it, on staff at, at the building where I'm, I'm like, hey, I've misplaced my keys. I don't know what's going on. Um, and I call Olivia. And, and uh, Olivia, she doesn't think that I'm the best at looking for things, okay? So she's kind of like, okay, you lost your keys. This is classic, right? So, like, there's times where I'll look for 20 minutes or something. She comes in, like, 30 seconds, finds it, right? So um, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm telling you, Olivia, I looked everywhere. I cannot find my keys. And she's like, have you checked your pockets? And I'm like, okay. And I check my pockets, and they're not there. You see, you thought I, it was going to be one of those stories. No, they weren't in my pockets. And uh, it, it turns out um, the next day, uh, there was an older lady that came and, and visited Sarah and I just for a few minutes. We talked to her, but she grabbed it and put it in her purse. So I was going all crazy thinking I lost my keys. And meanwhile, this sweet old lady had them in her purse the whole time. Um, and, it, you know, it's, it's the innocent ones you got to look out for, right? Like she was probably joyriding my car all night long and all this stuff, right? And, and um, see, see, here's the thing, though. I'm looking for my keys, and no matter how hard I try, okay, no matter how hard I try looking for my keys in my office, I will not find my keys in my office. Do you know why? Because they're not there. <laughs> it doesn't matter what effort I put into it. I'm not finding those keys in my, my office. Um, and I could be the most skilled key finder. You know, I could be the most skilled searcher. Um, and I'm not finding that anywhere. Uh, and, and we talked about last week how sometimes we, we, uh, we strive in life. You know what I mean? It, it, it's sometimes in life it's, it's we have certain goals or we want to achieve certain things and uh, we, we just can't get it. 
Um, but he, here's the good news, though. Even though human effort is limited, even though human effort is limited, uh, the story doesn't have to end there because we have this incredible, amazing, uh, misunderstood but so powerful discipline in life called prayer. And prayer uh, is what takes over when human effort fails and when human effort is limited. All of a sudden, oh, that's where God can come in when we pray to him. So uh, we're doing a brand new series uh, starting this week. We're going for the next three weeks after this. Uh, and we're calling it 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting. 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting. It's brand new. We've never done it here. Um, and I, I really see this being a yearly thing here. Um, and for the next weeks, we're talking about prayer um, and, and, and fasting. And I, I promise you, if we can get kind of the discipline of prayer deep in our heart, uh, I, I believe that in, in our lives and in this church that th things won't be the same. Things won't be the same. Uh, things are changing. And, and prayer, I feel like, is sometimes something that we, uh, we get so desensitized to it, right? It's like we always talk about prayer, right? Every week there's prayer. We always talk about prayer. So it becomes this thing like, yeah, 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 prayer, okay, yeah, yeah. And, and I, th I think sometimes we miss how significant and how important uh, it, it really is because it is so important. Uh, so, so let's define it just because I, I know, that, you know, there's people here that it's their first time ever in a church service and some of you have been born in a church. So we have all the extremes. So this is what I'm referring to when I said prayer. I'm referring to uh, talking to God. That's, that's, what I, that's what I mean. So uh, prayer, that could be a request. God, can you please do this? God, may you please do this. I'm requesting something. That could be uh, sharing your heart. Just, hey, God, this is what's going on right now. And uh, it, it, it's, it's almost, you know, how, how two friends speak to each other. That's, that's what prayer is, okay? It, it, it's a conversation. And I want to talk about a specific type of prayer this morning, something called corporate prayer. Corporate prayer. Um, and, and we find this, uh, this concept of corporate prayer in, in the book of the Bible in Acts uh, chapter 12, okay? And uh, so here's the context of the story. Um, Jesus Christ, according to the scripture, and again, we talk about this every week because it's the whole point. Jesus Christ is the Son of God, okay? So, so uh, God as a human being uh, has come to earth. He died on the cross, rises again, returns to heaven physically. And now the early church has begun. And Jesus' closest followers, are they now have the mantle of, okay, now go spread the message. Go spread this, this good news. Uh, but the problem is, though, there's persecution. Okay, and this is in ancient Israel at the time. Um, and basically the, the king at the time, a guy named King Herod, he hated the church. He, he did not like it at all. Um, and, and James, he's one of the main church leaders, one of three, three people that are the main church leaders. James is actually executed for being a Christ follower, for being the disciple of Jesus. Um, and now the other leaders are now in trouble. So now they just lost one of their main leaders. And then this happens. In, in Acts uh, chapter 12, it says this. About that time, King Herod Agrippa began to persecute some believers in the church. He had the apostle James, John's brother, killed with a sword. When Herod saw how much this pleased the Jewish people, he also arrested Peter. So Peter is also one of the main church leaders, okay. Uh, this took place during the Passover celebration. Then he imprisoned him, placing him under the guard of four squads of four soldiers each. Herod intended to bring Peter out for public trial after the Passover. So this is not good news for anyone, okay. So uh, if Herod killed James, then he can easily kill Peter. It, it, it's not that big of a deal. Um, and really, the existence of, of the, the church is at stake here. Because if you lose the leadership, uh, that's, that's not a bright future. That's, that's not, uh, so there's a serious need. Um, and, you know, 
talking about needs and this kind of thing, I, I wonder how many people, there's probably like 70 people in the room. Uh, I wonder how many serious needs are in this room, even just for 70 of us. Because um, I feel like no matter who you are, we all, we all have serious needs, right? Maybe uh, uh, it's obvious reasons. Uh, maybe you were trying to do a handstand <laughs> and, and your son jumped on you and your shoulder is just is in pain. Um, maybe it's, it's a family thing. Maybe it's a health thing. Maybe it's financial. Maybe it's more kind of like, oh, yeah, you ask me for a need. I, kn- I know just the need. Uh, maybe it's something not so obvious, though. Maybe it's something you have no clue that you actually have a need of. Uh, maybe it's a spiritual need. Maybe you're stuck in a rut spiritually. And you haven't grown and you can't even remember the last time you grew in your faith, grew closer to God. Uh, and, and you don't even realize that we're, we're in, in this rut. And, and that can be, that's me all the time, right? You know, you, you think you're so satisfied with where you're at and God's like, dude, mo- keep going. Keep going deeper in your faith. Grow. Um, and, you know, th- think of us as, as Mountainside Church. We, we, we have a need. We, we set a goal in 2019. We call it Anchor Year. We want to be self-funding by the end of the year. You know, we're about 60%. We want to fill that. That's a huge, that's a huge serious need here as a church. Um, so what do you do when a serious need shows up? Shows up, knocks at your door, hey, I have a serious need. <laughs> and you're like, oh no, this is not good. What, what do you do? Uh, and I, I love the model that the early church gives us. I love the, the book of Acts because it talks about what they do when that serious need shows up. Is uh, it, It's this in Acts um, 12, verse 5, it says, uh, it shows this if it's on the screen. So Peter's just thrown in jail. He potentially will die. It says this, but while Peter was in prison, the church prayed very earnestly for him. So there's this massive need. And what is the response of the, of the early church? What do they do? They don't think of a strategy. How do we politically get him out of here? How do we storm the palace and the prison? and get him? They meet together and they pray. They meet together and they pray. And uh, the, the Greek word there for earnestly, when it says earnestly, is uh, ektenos. Ektenos. It's a Greek word. Uh, and, and, and basically, if you fully look at the definition here, it's earnestly, strenuously, fervently. And I, I love the bottom part here. It's fully stretched to full potential without slack. As much as there could be. So when it says they prayed earnestly, it's referring to they prayed as much as they possibly could. There was nothing left that they could give. The, the prayers they were doing, it was as much as they possibly could do. Now, that is not an easy task to do at all, is it? I mean, to, to give all that you have to something, like that is not easy. And basically, at all times, they would have got together and they just prayed. They just prayed, 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 till there was nothing left. Um, and they understood the seriousness of the need. And, and I, c- I can imagine the prayers being something like, Jesus encourage Peter right now. He, he probably feels alone. Give him hope. Give him peace in this moment. He probably is in pain. God, give him some relief. And they're, they're probably just praying these prayers. God, set him free if you can, whatever it is. And, and it's kind of like, why did they give it their all? Why, why was this not just, you know, some, it's so easy sometimes. Oh, there's a need. Oh, well, I'll, I'll pray for you. Then we walk away and we never pray. Or it's just a quick little prayer. And that's, what, what was so different about this? That they, they, they got together and, and, and is they knew the seriousness of the situation here. Peter's life is at stake here. Uh, and and what's, that, what's that old famous quote? It's, it's like, it can be scary sometimes, but it's true. Desperate times call for desperate measures, right? It's like, shoot, one of our leaders is in trouble, so let's get together and pray. This is a desperate time. Let's do a desperate measure. And 
I wonder sometimes when it, when it comes to prayer, if the key to prayer actually isn't learning, you know, oh, uh, I'll say this or I'll, I'll posture myself like this. I, I wonder if the key to prayer is actually just learning how badly we need it. And then all of a sudden prayer, prayer shows up in our life. I, I wonder if that's actually the key. If we could actually look uh, into the spiritual world, into the spiritual realm, and actually see what's happening. You know, because it's easy to see physical, right? It, it's easy to see, you know, high five, you know, whatever, shake your hand. It's easy to see physical. But did you know there's a spiritual world as well? As well. And, and, and you know, the, the, the good plan that God has for our lives is, as we're living or attempting to live it, the truth is there are evil forces trying to stop us from doing what God wants to do. There are demonic forces trying to do everything in their power to, so that you don't live out your plan that God has for you. And maybe that scares you a little bit. Look, it, it doesn't need to scare you because Jesus is with you. God is with you. You have nothing to worry. But to acknowledge that that's there and prayer is actually a weapon in those battles. And I, I wonder if we could see into that spiritual, if we could see how often we miss what God actually has for us if we, if we would pray more. Or I wonder if we would see the victories that God actually gives us because of prayer. If, if we would be praying more. And, and, you know, I'm just thinking of my own life. It's like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I don't realize the need for prayer like I should. I just don't realize it. Prayer is so important. Um, uh, this re uh, Reformation uh, leader um, uh, named Martin Luther, he, he helped, you know, really reform the church into uh, uh a church open to everyone available for everyone. He, he said this quote. He said, I have so much to do <laughs> today that I will spend the first three hours in prayer. <laughs> you know, you think, oh, you have so much to do. You don't have time to pray. He's like, no, no, I have so much to do. I need to spend three hours in prayer. Like that's the kind of, like, look at that, okay. Um, look what happens with Peter in, the, in the verse 6 up here. Um, so this is what happens, okay. So Peter's thrown in jail. Everyone starts praying. This is what happens. The night before. Peter was to be placed on trial. Uh, he was asleep, fastened with two chains between two soldiers. Others stood guard at the prison gate. Suddenly there was a bright light in the cell, and the angel of the Lord stood before Peter. The angel struck him on the side to awake him and said, quick, get up. And the chains fell off his wrist. Then the angel told him, get dressed and put on your sandals, and he did. Now put on your coat and follow me, the angel ordered. So this, this wild moment happens. Where Peter's in jail and all of a sudden this angel shows up. This is wild, right? This is a little crazy, right? This angel shows up and says, hey, let, let's keep, let's go. Let's get out of here. And, and let's go to the next one, guys. Um, the next verse. And it goes on. Peter thinks it's a dream this whole time. He doesn't realize it's real. So Peter left the cell. He's kind of like, I'll, I'll play along with this. This is interesting. God's trying to encourage me or something. Following the angel. But at the time, he thought it was a vision. He didn't realize it was actually happening. Peter finally came to his senses. It's really true, he said. The Lord has sent his angel and saved me from Herod and from what the Jewish leaders had planned to do to me. It's like, whoa, that's kind of crazy. It's, it's not every day that we see something like that happening. But it's interesting because you see the correlation. The church got together. They had, a, they had a need. They realized of their need, of, of the significance of their need. They get together to pray. And God actually does something because they get together and pray. The church, their, their corporate prayer actually works when they get together and do that. And it, it not only changed the spiritual, we see some spiritual stuff there, right? There were some angels coming, you know, helping. The spiritual change, but look, the physical change as well. The spiritual and the physical. And, and 
I, I love this because this is highlighting corporate prayer, but there's different types of prayer, right? Uh, there's, there's, uh, there's corporate prayer, but there's personal prayer. You know, personal prayer, well, that's, that's a, uh, Jesus talked about this all the time, of how we need to get alone with God, just us, us and God, we close the door, we actually try to keep it a secret. So it's not us like bragging like, oh, look at me, I'm such a prayer warrior, look at me, I'm so great at praying. It's like, no, this is between us and God. And look, personal prayer is so important because there are certain elements in a relationship that only grows one-on-one. It only happens one-on-one. Uh, there, there's an intimacy and, and just a knowledge of, of, of two people that only happens when you're the only ones in the room, right? Uh, when you get alone with God, he's gonna, he can tell you things that he would never tell you unless you were alone with him, right? Uh, there's certain prayers that you pray, and the only way he's going to answer is if it's between you and God. You're going to see a certain amount of spiritual growth that only happens when it's you and God, just you, you alone together, right? There's something so powerful about personal prayer. That's so important. But look. The same goes with corporate prayer. The same goes with corporate prayer. Look, there's, there's an, an amount of spiritual growth that only happens in your life when you're not praying alone, when you're actually praying in a group. When it's the church together praying. Um, uh, God's going to speak to you and tell you certain things that he will only tell you when you're together in a group corporately. There, there's prayers he's only going to answer when you're together as, as a group. A gr- look, there's something so powerful about personal prayer, but look, there's something so powerful about corporate prayer. It's so, so, so important. Um, and, and the kind of miracle that, that happens in the story where Peter set free. Look, the, the prescription for that, for that need, it was corporate prayer. It was the church together saying, let's get together and let's pray. So look, I, I want to push it back to us again. What need do you have in your life right now? Um, again, maybe it's obvious, maybe it's not. Maybe it's, it's a financial thing. Maybe it's a health thing. Maybe it, it's, it's a family thing. Maybe it's something every single person knows about and everyone can see. Maybe it's literally you are the only person who knows in life. And it's a struggle that you're trying to carry all on your own. Look, I want to encourage you. We need to be praying on our own for those needs and those things. But look, we've got to be praying together as a church as well. We've got to be praying together as a church. Uh, don't underestimate how much we need this together as corporate prayer. Um, and again, I, I wonder if, if we knew the weight of our needs, if we truly knew how badly we needed to be praying to God and being in communion with God, how different our prayer life would look. And again, I'm looking at my life. It's like, oh, I, I do not realize the need for it enough. I need to push myself. I need, I need to push myself deeper in that. Um, and that's my prayer for this church. For Mountainside, for, for us as, as a church family, is that we would be a people that understand the need for corporate prayer. Where, where we, we go out of our way, we, we do whatever it takes to, to meet together as a church family and pray. It's so important. Now, please know, I, I'm not saying that everything turns out the way you exactly want it to be. That's a mistake that we, we often uh, put on ourselves. We say, okay, I have this need, so if I meet corporately, then it has to happen exactly as I pray. Not so fast. God's a little beyond us to, for, for that uh, to work like that. I mean, in this case, with Peter, he was in jail. It turned out exactly as the case. It doesn't always happen because the truth is this. Read on in the story. Read on in history. Peter eventually was captured again at the end of his life. And he also was in jail again. And we can assume the church was also praying for him then. We can assume the prayers were also, God, you set Peter free once. God set him free again. But the second time, it didn't end so well. 
Peter actually did end up dying eventually uh, when, he was, when he was captured. And look, I don't get why God saved him the first time, but not the second time. But well, I, I'm not God. I don't know the exact reasoning. And, and you know what? Sometimes we just need to, to acknowledge, uh, acknowledge that God's ways are beyond us. And that doesn't mean that we shouldn't pray. And, and the truth is, by not praying, we potentially are missing on a miracle that God has for us today. We always pray. Any, any possible need, we always pray. That, that's, that's who we are. As followers of Jesus, we take the priority to pray and bring our requests to God because we know he loves us. He loves us so, so much. And, you, you know, I, again, and I'm, I'm hoping that I'll remember to do this <laughs> throughout the years, to constantly bring it back to Anchor Year, right? This is our vision, our 2019 vision at the end of the year to be self-funding. This is a huge need. And this is something where it's not going to just be strategy. It's not going to just be, okay, if we do this and this and this, we talk about this and this and this, then all of a sudden, boom, we're, we're self-funding and self-sustaining. No, this is something where we need, we need to be praying about it. Big time. Big time. Um, and, and I, I want to leave you guys with this. If, if you leave with one thing today, it's this. Prioritize corporate prayer. Prioritize corporate prayer. Yes, the personal prayer. Absolutely. But look, don't forget as a church body to be praying too. We see this in the scriptures over and over and over. And, and, and so often uh, we believe that um, there's other people in, in the church that we're praying. So we're, we're like, we're good. You know what I mean? It's like we, we have Betty Cooper, you know. Uh, Betty will pray and everything will be okay, you know. And, and it's like that's not how it works. That's not how it, it, it works. The whole point is it's the whole church community. The whole point is it's everyone. It takes all of us. It takes all of us. Um, and that's why group prayer is so important. It, it's going to create a sense of family. It creates a sense of community uh, that you only get by praying together. And, and there's a certain level of, of uh, just friendship as a church that you only get when you pray together. It's, it, and, and, you know, if we are asking ourselves, how do we become anchored this year? How do we, how do we become an anchor church? How is this our anchor year? I'm telling you, 101, step one, we need to get together. We've got to meet together, and we've got to pray. And we've got to pray. Uh, corporate prayer is a non-negotiable. Um, and when we don't, and, and this is challenging for me, this is sobering for me, uh, when we don't let prayer take a priority in our life, really the subtext of that, like really what we're saying without saying it, is we're saying to God, God, we're actually, I'm actually good. I actually don't need you in this area of my life. You know, there, there's a need that comes, or, or, or there's, there's a part of your relationship with God, and, and by, by not praying, we're actually saying, like, I'm, I'm good, God. I'm, I'm good. And we're actually taking the responsibility of the outcome on ourselves. As God, I, I'm not asking you to intervene. I'm not spending the time to pray because I'm going to figure this out myself. Look, as, as followers of Jesus, God has more for us than that. If we can accomplish it on our own, it's too small. God has more for us uh, than that. And, and, and there's something about prayer, too, just a side note. It takes faith to pray. If, if, if you, you know, meet together as, as a church and you're praying, if you get all by yourself and no one can see you and, and you're praying, that takes faith, right, to do those things, to do personal prayer and corporate prayer. Um, and there's something about faith that just gets God's attention. He just responds to faith. Um, so, so here's kind of where we're wrapping it up, okay? Here, here's application. Um, I, I hope that you kind of get it in, in your heart here that we need to be doing that, prioritizing uh, corporate prayer. So here, here's I have three challenges for you, okay? So the first one is this. We have monthly deeper nights. Um, so, so these are prayer nights that we do 
uh, every Tuesday, or not every Tuesday, the first Tuesday of the month um, from 7 to 8 at Knox Church, Knox Presbyterian Church. So that's just uh, down the road from here, not, not far. Um, we have childcare available. Uh, I bring donuts. I mean, like, come on, like, I'll try to bribe you with pins. Like, why not? It's just, uh, and, and I, I really want to encourage you, um, try to make it a priority if, if you can. If you're not someone who prays out loud and you want to you don't want to get in a mic and come, that's that's okay. You, you don't have to do. There's going to be some people that want to do that. You don't have to, you don't have to uh, uh, do that. Um, basically, the, the structure of the night is we have some worship. We have some teaching. Uh, we have some reflection where we, and it was funny, I was talking to, to uh, some of the seniors of the church, and they were challenging me, Mike, sometimes we just need to pray in silence. That's okay. <laughs> so I'm, I'm working on that, right? It's just, you know, it, and it, it's, it's, a, it's a great, powerful night where we just go deeper with God, where we go deeper with God. It's happening this Tuesday night, okay, this Tuesday night. I challenge you, pull out your phone, put it in your calendar, and, and put the next one down in your calendar, March 5th. Let, let's make it a priority, right? Um, and hear me out on this. Don't beat yourself up if you absolutely can't come. I get it. Some of us are from different cities. Some of us work Tuesday nights and it's a non-negotiable. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I, I do get that. Um, but a challenge and a push. Don't let TV or don't let Netflix be the reason why we're not coming to corporate prayer that night. That one hurt, didn't it? Don't let TV or Netflix be the reason why we're not gathering together as a church. If, if there's a, a serious reason, yeah, yeah, no, there's no judgment here. We aren't people that judge people. That's not what we do here. Jesus didn't judge. We don't judge. But I want to push you. I want to challenge you in that, okay? Um, second, second thing is this. Uh, weekly pre-service prayer here at Mountainside. Uh, and this is my fault because I don't promote this in, enough at all. But did you know every Sunday morning at 1030 we have prayer? For the, for the service coming up. Um, just in the library, 1030, everyone is welcome. I challenge you uh, on a weekly basis, if you are able to, 1030, come to the library and pray. And again, if you're not someone who prays out loud, that's okay. It's just, just be there and just agree with the people that are praying out loud. Because that's what amen means, eh, by the way. It means let it happen. Let it be so. So if someone says, God, change this city, and you say amen, you're saying, yeah, I agree with that. Let that happen. So sometimes just being there and in your heart to say, if someone's praying and you just say, yes, God, amen, yes to that. There's something powerful about that. Something as a group that you pray, it's, it's, it's powerful. I would challenge you to do that. Um, and the third thing, and this is, this is kind of where we're getting the title of the series, um, we're doing this thing called the 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting Experience. Dun, 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 dun. And I, I'm so pumped for this. Um, and, and basically, as a church, we are going to be doing this starting February 13th. Um, uh, and ending March 5th, and all the info is at mountainside.church uh, slash pray, okay? And, and this is what the 21 days of prayer and fasting looks like, okay? So there's four, there's four aspects to it, okay? So the, the first one is uh, we're going to be praying together as a church every weekday morning at 7 a.m. Um, some of you are like, bro, I can't do 7 a.m. I'm already at work. Or like, that's not the way to try. And some of you are like, do you want me to die 7 a.m.? Like, what? So we, we kind of tried to pick a happy medium. Um, and, and basically how, how we want to do that is uh, we've made a, an Instagram account uh, called Mside Prayer. And basically if you, uh, on Instagram, follow this account, uh, there's a live stream. And, and basically we'll, we'll take turns, diff different people. Uh, and we're just going to be leading prayer together for 5, 10 minutes every morning for 21 days. Uh, at, at 7 a.m. And I really want to encourage you, 
make uh, either the sacrifice for some of you or make the time for, for others uh, to, to, to do this. It's going to be great. Uh, we're going to have a schedule of what we're praying for, different things each day. Um, and and uh, if you really can't make 7 a.m., you can re-watch it at any time of the day. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so I really want to encourage you to do that. Uh, and if you uh, have any, can we get that next slide up there, guys? I think it's um, the 21 days one, I think. It's, if it's not there, it's no worries. Um, uh, yeah, no, it's all good. Um, but basically, if, if you go to that website, mountainside.church/pray, uh, the, the details are there. If you need help with Instagram too, uh, just talk to me afterwards, and, and I'll help you with that. Or you can send an email in. Um, it's gonna be great. Uh, the second thing I- I that we're doing with this is we're gonna choose one meal per week to fast, um, or a, a combination of, of meals. And we're gonna get more into this next week. Uh, the third thing as well is we're choosing one of our favorite foods or drinks to fast for the whole 21 days. So for most of us, that's probably coffee. Because I know we are a coffee culture, right? Um, maybe for some of you, it's pop. Maybe for some of you, it's chocolate. Maybe for some of you, it's Doritos. Oh, praise the Lord for Doritos, right? Like, it, it's going to be different for all of us. Um, and basically, next week, we're going into detail about what is fasting, why is fasting so important. Um, and it, it, you got to be here for it. it, it it's going to be glorious. Yeah, there it is. Um, and the, the fourth thing uh, that we're doing is we're going to uh, attend uh, on March 5th. That's the 21st uh, day. And we're having a huge prayer night, our, our deeper night that night, just to celebrate what God has done. Um, so I really want to encourage you, please go to mountainside.church slash pray. It's something that you sign up for just so we can track with you. We'll send you emails. Uh, it, it's going to be awesome. I'm really pumped about it. So um, you have a, a week and a little bit to think about it and figure it out. But I'm really praying that every single one of us, this is just something that we do here. This is, we, we pray and fast. We, we make corporate prayer a priority. Um, Look, look how the story ends with Peter, okay? In uh, Acts chapter 12, verse 14, um, it says, how's this book? <clears throat> uh, anyways, what happens is um, Peter shows up to the house, and, uh, and uh, he knocks on the door, and, there, and basically the people inside are like, there's no way Peter's knocking on the door right now. There, no, Peter's in chains. How is this, how is this possible? And, and I, I love that part of the story because... These are the guys and girls that have been praying with all that they have. And when the miracle finally happens, when the need's finally met, they don't even believe it. And I love it because it shows how they weren't these crazy prayer warriors that were like super legends and knew exactly what would happen. They were just average, ordinary people. I love that. And I, I love what Jesus says. He says you need faith the, t- the, the size of a mustard seed. That's like, you can't even see it, this big. You need just a little bit. So are you feeling like you're not spiritual enough to be part of this? Are you feeling like, why would God answer my prayer? You don't know what I've done. God knows what I've done. Why would he answer my prayer? Look, you don't need to be a super Christian. You don't need to be, be someone who has everything figured out. God wants to use your life anyways. He wants to use your prayer anyways. And I, I just love that so, so much. Um, and just as we close, if you've never tried praying before, I'll, I'll give you the first, the first prayer that you need to pray. Say to Jesus, Jesus, I believe in you and I want a relationship with you. Because that, that's the whole point of why we do what we do is, is we believe that God loves us. That we don't earn our way with God. You don't, you know, uh, have to do this or that or get 51% good, 49% bad or whatever. You know, make the cut somehow. No, we believe that God just loves us because he's good. Because that's his nature. Because he is loving. And, and I want to encourage you, if you've never had a relationship with God, if you've never started a relationship with God, I challenge you start one today 
It doesn't need to be fancy. It's not with a formula. Right now, even, as you're sitting down, pray in your heart, God, I believe in you. I want to follow you. I believe that, Jesus, you died on the cross, that you rose again, that you love me. And that's enough. Side note, hardest thing you'll ever do, following Jesus. Because <laughs> our culture is quite the opposite of how Jesus wants us to live. But look, it is the greatest thing you'll ever do. It is life in its very fullest. And at the end of your life, you will look back and not have a regret about it. I promise you that. He loves you so much. Um, and if God can change circumstances with Peter, why not yours? Why not yours? Why couldn't he change it? And again, that doesn't mean every prayer of yours will be answered when you pray the way that you want it to. But he'll always answer it somewhere. It might be a yes. It might be a no. It might be just pause, maybe later. It might be one of those. But that should not stop us from praying. That should not stop us from praying, okay? Um, he loves us. He's always with us. And corporate prayer, such an important part of, of, of mountainside and kind of who we are. And, and I just want to encourage you, be there Tuesday, this Tuesday night, deeper night. It's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm really excited for it. It's going to be great. Um, and next week, next week we're talking about fasting and uh, specifically about someone who fasted for 21 days, certain foods and it's just a powerful story. So we're talking about that next week. It's, it's, it's going to be good. So um, it would be fitting if we prayed. Okay, so let's close our eyes. Let's, uh, let's pray. Jesus, thank you so much just for the opportunity to, to learn more about you and just to go deeper in you and, and to learn a little more what prayer means. So Jesus, I pray um, that you would teach us to pray. I pray that you would teach us the needs that we have and 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 how we need to trust in you and hand them over to you because you love us so much. Thank you for loving us in your name. Amen. Amen. All right, I'm going to, uh, just as we close here, I'm going to invite the ushers forward. Um, if you want to be a part of what we're doing financially, uh, you can just come forward, guys. Uh, we have the red bucket that we're going to pass around. Um, if you have cash or check, you can give. Um, and we also at the back, at the info booth back there, we have an iPad. And um, you can give uh, digitally. Uh, online there as well. So it's it's going to be um, a lot of fun with all that good stuff. But if you are not a regular uh, attender, please don't give us your money. <laughs> we show this is for the regular uh, attenders that kind of have called this uh, church home. Um, and I, I don't think we realize uh, how, oh, look at that. Aaron's got a broom there with junior high. Yeah, okay. <laughs> always, always a party over there. Um, yeah, so I, I don't think we always re realize how important it is that we all are, are, are pitching in. But to be honest, this school costs money. Uh, buying equipment costs money. Staff needs to be paid. Um, there's just a, t a ton of recurring bills. And also outreach as well. And that's really a priority that we want to see uh, even increase even more uh, this year. So I really want to encourage you um, to do that. And with that, we're going to officially close the service. Thank you so much. God bless you. Please, if you're talking to me after... Tap this shoulder, not this one, okay? <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next week. God bless. See you Tuesday.